it's like there's no dread. There's no dread. You know, it's like if you're in debt like we were you. For me, I would wake up and that's all I could think about. It's like the dread of like, how are we going to do this and pay these things? And what am I going to say to them? You know, because you're, you should, some people might not have that because they might not feel responsible for those debts. And the right thing to do is to pay what you owe. You know, someone provides you a business uh, or provides you a service you need to pay for it. Yeah, and yeah. so it felt, it felt just like part of my pride and, and, you know, it just was dreadful to wake up and think about not being able to pay the things we owe. Welcome to Real Stories, Journeys of Financial Wellness. I'm your host, Crystal Lugazima. Today, we revisit one of our early conversations. I've given the interview a makeover, and we've recorded a new segment at the end with our reflections and practical tips. Matt and Kendall came into their relationship with children from previous marriages. They both had filed bankruptcy in the past, and early on in their marriage were at a financial crossroads. This time, they sought the assistance of Greenpath, which, as it turned out, not only gave them a way forward with their debt, but helped to create better habits when it came to the rest of their finances. Their story has so many lessons on how to find a money strategy that truly meets your needs. Stay tuned for some creative ways that they made their budget work. People bring their own money experiences to the table when they start a relationship. Here, Matt described how this played out when he met Kendall, or as he called it, they merged corporations. Uh, we we had a we have a blended family, and uh, we have I have got two daughters, and she's got three sons. Um, so we kind of uh, we merged corporations uh, five years ago uh, yesterday, and so uh, we spent uh, five years um, being married, and we were together about a year before that happened. Yeah, and, um, and my dad. And my well, thank you. My uh, daughters—they've gone through quite a uh, quite a few changes in their lives, um, and so we had a lot of uh, medical debt, a lot of um, uh, counseling debt, and just with us getting together, we had a lot of uh, credit card debt. Um, and then, as we kind of moved through the um, you know through our Excel spreadsheets and looking at our budgets, we found we had you know um, a substantial amount of money that we needed to get rid of. Um, yeah, a lot of debt, to get a lot rid of, of debt, not money, not money but <laughs> a lot of bills is what we need to get rid of. I remember the day that I decided that I told him that we either have to file bankruptcy again because I filed bankruptcy 10 years ago. Yeah, um, I filed 15 years ago. One of my son's is special needs, so. I remember pulling up at a gas station by my kids' school and stressing about making these minimum credit card payments. And I remember telling him on the phone, we have to do that or we have to file bankruptcy again. And we were like, well, we know we didn't want to do that again. And so he started making the calls to Greenpath and 
right yeah. away. Right away, they started coming up with a plan for us to tackle this realistically instead of just trying to stay afloat, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we kind of fell into a, a, a pattern of, you know, just paying the minimums on our credit card. And never know. getting anywhere. Then, then we would use what we just paid. By the time the next month came again, I was checking to see which card I had $25 available on. <laughs> it was awful. I had a, an ex-wife who decided she wanted to do, uh, take me back to court for my, uh, for my daughter's custody. So we needed to, to finance that, which was a lot of stress. And we used a credit card for paying off, you know, part of a bill. And, you know, we just kind of found ourselves in a, in a spot where we really couldn't do much other than just, you know, stood there and Rob Peter to pay Paul. Um, I mean, fortunately enough, we didn't have to sell a car or have a garage sale. I mean, we weren't that, you know, that, I mean, it was, Actually, it was, starting to it was about like, well, yeah, we were starting to get to the point where we thought we might have to like get rid of a vehicle do and do something pretty drastic because we had just purchased new car or newer cars yeah. and we had just purchased our house. And then, and then we found that with all that stuff that we couldn't really, you know, uh, make ends meet. Um, mm-hmm. So we made a, made a change. Yeah. So what, what did you, because you mentioned that you had both had the experience of going through bankruptcy um, yeah. and wanting to avoid that again. And I know it may seem like an obvious answer, but some people do repeat bankruptcy, right? So what were your thoughts at the time to say like that you did want to avoid it again? Well, I mean, for me, I, I did a chapter 13, so I repaid, you know, part of my debt, but I mean, it, it still affected my credit and I, that process was pretty, I mean, it's just defeating, you know, personally, you know, to have to do that. Um, and we didn't want to, you know, start out. I just started a new, a new job when we started at Greenpath. We started, I just started at a new company and I didn't want to go through all that hassle of going bankrupt again and prolonging. Um, you know, having a, a financial burden or a lower credit score, because uh, we, you know, we really wanted to kind of, you know, put our, our, our best step forward and at least solidify our financial future. Because we have, you know, kids now who are going to be going into college um, this year, and and we want to be able to provide for our uh, for our sons and and have something <clears throat> to. Uh, you know, to have in the bank, you know, and if some, you know, an emergency were to come up, you know, we don't, we have nothing, you know, I mean, that's the same for me when I filed, it was all medical bills. And then it was the, I, when my son was born special needs, I had perfect credit and I've never had never even paid a bill late. And then Mm. all these hospital bills start rolling in. Like we're talking like $200,000. Well, I thought, well, I have to pay them right now. So I used, we use credit to pay them. And now I know that's not something you should ever do. Um, so then almost lost the house mm. and filed bankruptcy. And then no one would even look, look your way in order to get any kind of credit or anything. And that was a whole new world for me. And then it was, since then it's, it, my credit got a lot better in what five or six years after the bankruptcy. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to recover from this. Right. And then I got divorced and I used credit cards again to live, you know, before 
between the time of the bankruptcy and before Matt and I met. And I saw myself going down the, down the same road and bankruptcy is not a solution that I, that it's not a solution that I saw feasible because I want to be recovered from that and have my credit back. And I didn't want to go that route again. So as you heard, they opted to avoid bankruptcy this time. But what was it like to start a debt management plan and the payments they'd now be making? I remember him working this out and I was so scared because I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to pay that amount per week. But the way that we structured it and were able to do it, we had some we had some weeks that were actually really scary on while with Green Path that I was like, I hope we have enough money for food because we literally would sometimes only have $100 a week and he's buying $60 worth of gas just to get to work and I have five kids to feed. But what I did is I found every single way to cut corners. And even now while we're doing well, I still do the same thing. So it was really, I learned such a good lesson because now I'm saving us a ton of money and I don't necessarily have to, you know. That is an interesting thing of like keeping it's it's easy as the debt gets cleared up to kind of take your foot off the gas. What do you think has enabled you to kind of keep that momentum that you describe where you are continuing to to cut corners when needed? Well, I mean, we were doing this for three years now, so it's yeah. kind of become our it's like, like a our, habit. Uh, yeah, it's like our and, second nature. Yeah. You know? And so now my like ask he's always like, Okay, you don't have to use like every coupon or sale you find, but I now it's to me it's like a success to find like the best deals or, you know, um it's uh, it's become like habit. It's like a habit, but a good a really good habit. I asked Matt to share any obstacles he faced as they progressed on the debt management plan. I think what was tough for me was that it forces us to put like our financial life on paper and then really and then, look at everything. And then when you yeah. see it you're like, holy crap, we have a lot of a lot of bills to pay off or, you know, like, or what about this? And what about that? And we had, we had some, um, we had some debt that kind of popped about nowhere in terms of some collections that we had to put on our plan, you know, but green path was super cool about it. They're like, Oh yeah. sure. Let's just add it. This is what here's, we do. here's your and new amount. And, and it was like, well, that's I know it, it always great. scared me every time we had to do that. It scared me. And it was always like, he was like, well, this is it. And I'm like, really? It was like that easy to do. And, because they want wanted us to succeed too. But I think an important part of the way we succeeded is that we lined everything financially up with our weekly paychecks. We get paid weekly. So we set up weekly payments for everything. Our Every utility bill, we took the amount and we have all these spreadsheets and broke them down how much we need to pay per week. And the money comes in and it automatically goes. And so then we know what's left for us. Mm. Um, and I really think that was a big part of it too, because don't look at it as a, a monthly picture. Just go one day at a time. Like this is what we got this week. This is what we pay. And this is what we have to spend for groceries and other things like that. So I think that played a big yeah. part. And we kind of just, came up with that 
Yeah, we try to make it more automatic so there'd be no reason why we couldn't pay our bills. Right, on and time. instead of paying a $150 electric bill, we're just paying a portion of it each week. And we're always ahead, actually. We, and we continue to do that. And all of our utility companies owe us money. So, so that's an interesting thing. So you're not only dividing the cash type expenses like groceries at the forest, so you're actually literally sending four payments a we, month. To we literally send x amount of dollars to every entity that we owe every week hmm. and so we're always ahead on car payments utility Utilities, bills everything doctor 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 bills. bills we set those up per week if we have a little doctor bill here and there from the kids checkups kendall shares why it's so important to find a strategy that's simple to implement guarantee you because I have five kids, one severely disabled. I don't have time to sit down and write out bill, bills, you know, weekly at the table for three hours. It wouldn't work for, for us if we had to do that, probably. And, so, I, and I think that's one of the biggest attractive things about Green Path is like, you know, we send you on one amount per week and you guys get it up based on yeah. on the percentage rate and the amount that it is. And then we kind of create that death snowball and just, you know, start attacking it, right? Get all the little ones out of the way first and then go after the big ones. And that was, you know, helpful for us to keep track of everything. Yeah, and they knew how to tackle them to save us the most money and to get rid of them the fastest. And it was cool because then once you start seeing progress, even after going through those really tough times, Mm -hmm. then we're like, this has paid off. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. And then it gives you that boost you needed to keep going. You mentioned there's some struggles along the way. Um, what about like at the beginning of the program? I, I know from, you know, I was a counselor uh, previously at Green Path, and I know that it, people that we work with, the stress tends to be at the highest at the beginning for a number of reasons, right? One is mm-hmm. we're getting the programs yeah. accepted, but it's also the transition. What was that like the first few months? Well, I think for us, it was just making sure we had everything ready, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's some paperwork up front and you just make sure we had figured out all of our accounts and what needed to be paid, yeah. you know, were they correct? You know, we, so we called every one of our creditors and said, what's the amount we're going to, we're going to kill this debt. But what's the final amount? It was stressful though, because that was a big amount of our income at that time yeah. to send out every week. And, and I remember thinking like, oh my gosh. Are we going to be able to do this? But I knew, I knew that we didn't have any other solution, and this was going to be a solution. I was hopeful, but really, I didn't even know at that time. So it was really scary to take that leap because I'm like, well, now we don't have this hundred and fifty dollars a week to do what you know we usually do. But you know, at the same time, I knew it would actually pay the debt off instead of yeah. trying to stay afloat. Well, yeah. until we found other ways. But, I mean, we just, we were, we, we were just yeah. nervous that, you know, we would get to a certain point and say, you know what, screw it. We, we, you know, we can't afford $132 a week anymore. Let's, oh, you know, let's, let's put, I was a, let's put it somewhere else, you know, like, you know, hey, the car is broken down or I need a new, I need new tires. I, I drive to Omaha, Nebraska from Lincoln, Nebraska, and that's a 60 mile drive every day for my job. You know, if somewhere to break down and we weren't able to afford the, you know, the bill to fix, then, uh, you know, then we were just nervous that we would cave. But we we found other ways to cut money. We, you know, we 
cut down on our cable bill. We cut down on little. We don't even eat out at all, and we still don't, which yeah. has been really good. For yeah, we, we changed like really our diet around, you know, going out, going out to eat because you know, right there with a meal and a couple of drinks. I cook everything. Bucks, I love cooking know. though, but I cook everything. Um, we didn't really even eat out that much before, but we were like, that's something that we don't need to do, and yeah. we'll cut that out. And you know, like all the like Xbox and like all oh, our yeah. like our little gaming systems have like a little like nine dollars here and there. I mean, by the time we added up, we were saving like eighty bucks a month. We yeah, never even had cable until like last year. We got cable TV. As their finances improved, they found new joy in certain activities, even opening the mail. We actually had a point in time where we did not want to get the mail because we knew there would be yeah. something bad in there, right? And it's true. Like I, I dreaded going to the mailbox and she's at home more than I am, you know, just because of our schedules. And she's like, I don't even want to go to the mailbox. And now we have, an, we get money in the mail yeah. now. <laughs> oh, now we, and now we have our informed delivery through the uh, postal service. So it shows you what you're going to get in the mail before it actually comes to your door. And so we'd see a green pass statement and we're like, sweet. I want to know how much got paid yeah. off and what's been taken care of. And it was actually, rewarding to not get overdue like overdue bills or past due bills or collections and get a statement of like these accounts have been paid well, off. And we got just, checks from great. credit cards that were overpaid yeah. and I'm like we need to frame this because you don't you don't get that every day and now it's like there's no dread there's no mm -hmm. dread you know it's like if you're in debt like we were you for me I would wake up and that's all I could think about it's like the dread of like how are we going to do this and pay these things and what am I going to say to them you know because you're you should some people might not have that because they might not feel responsible for those debts and the right thing to do is to pay what you owe you know someone provides you a business uh, or provides you a service you need to pay for it yeah, and yeah. so it felt it felt just like part of my pride and and you know it just was dreadful to wake up and think about not being able to pay the things we owe. Like all of our podcast guests so far, having a support system was vital. Kendall talks about the support that GreenPath's closed Facebook group provides. The group is available to anyone who completes a counseling session with GreenPath. There's a whole group of people who are doing the same things that we are, and I feel like I can offer some advice or get advice. And so then he got on, and it's like, no, we've done this whole program not knowing. So my advice to someone would be like, get on that right away because you're automatically connected with no shame of thinking everybody who lives around you knows your business about your debt. It's like everybody who's in the same boat and it's been really good to get and to get, give people advice and support. And I think that's a big part of it too. I always love to ask our guests to relive the moment their debt was repaid. In this case, Matt figured it out first and got to share the good news with Kendall. Before he even called to tell me, before he even called me, he's like, you got to sit down. And I'm like, I am, I'm driving. <laughs> and, and he was like, he told me that it paid off. And I'm like, no, it's not something wrong. He's like, nope, I made all these phone calls before I even called you. So that I can tell you for sure that it was paid off. Yeah. 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 So how did that? How did that feel in that moment? Oh, 
We celebrated. Yeah, we did. We were just like on cloud nine. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it allows you to have that freedom. Like, you know, so just like you said earlier, like we're not, we're not going out to eat every night now. No, you know, we, we celebrated at home yeah, saving we, money. Yeah, that's what I yeah, mean. We, so we still, we still, <laughs> we still, we still, still work at home. Content. We still pay our same bills. You know, we don't, we're not doing anything crazy, but I mean, but what's now allowing us nice. to, to prepare right. for, uh, you know, vacation that, you know, we want to go on. I mean, it'll, it'll be worth saying that we went to Chicago last year and, and paid cash for our vacation. They lifted up how they established several savings accounts for unexpected expenses. While Matt's income provided a good boost, they found some other creative ways to bring in additional income. I also have a side hustle, and she works I got, also. I got a job, too, a part-time. Right. I found a job during school hours at the school, so that helped a lot. As you heard, two of their goals included setting aside money for travel and emergencies. One of their other tasks was to get back on track with their retirement goals. Yeah. Sure. I started putting that money back into my 401k because that was one thing that I did do when we started this was I was oh, contributing gosh, like yeah. like five percent on my 401k and I said you know that's that's 60 bucks a week you know or more that you know we could save and put somewhere else and but so I got that down to two percent you know for the past you know three and a half years so that's going to go back up. we're going to take that back up because I you know it'd be nice to retire someday. <laughs> <laughs> One of their other goals revolved around home improvement. Notice how they'll be able to use debt, in this case, a home equity line of credit, as an investment, very different from their previous experience with debt. We, we bought a really nice older home, but it's got older home problems, you know, <laughs> leaky windows, and we need some new appliances, a new kitchen, mm -hmm. and, you know, some renovations. To, and, and now it's like, for us, it's possible that we can get that done. You know, we can yeah. go out and get a line of credit for, you know, for a but kitchen it's an investment because now we've invested in our home and we have equity, yeah. you know, for that. So, yeah. and, and be able, and, and with our special needs son, you know, we're planning on, you know, uh, putting an addition onto our house, um, you know, because he's not going to get any smaller um, and he's going to be, he's going to require more of our time and energy and space. Mm -hmm. So we're going to expand our home to accommodate him mm -hmm. and take care of him rather than put into him a home. So we got, we got plans for where our money needs to go. Yeah. yeah. Now that we don't have, now we don't have a five hundred and eighty dollar a month, you know, payment to Green Path, we can put that towards whatever else we want. You know, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Just to even think that you have that freedom to think like that, to think long term. I mean, we look at the debt for what it is, but to think that that would allow a possibility of your son to be able to stay within your home—that's that's amazing. Right. I asked them what advice they might give to someone in a similar situation as they were. I would I would say that it, it controls your life, so you should control it first, right? I, I think people have a stigma about their money, and that's something they can't control, and it's absolutely not true. I mean, we again, we have a pretty comfortable um, income coming in, and and we were still you know seeing our money just fly away, and we couldn't do anything about it. So we we just said, you know what, say yeah. they were just going to put our foot down and just do something about it right um and i i think that um with the way green path can handle those creditors uh when it you know, when it does get too bad you know where you got you know getting phone calls every day like i was like i got tired of seeing all the red calls on my iphone i'm like i know you're a creditor i'm not going to talk to you you know and now i don't have anybody calling me 
except the robo calls. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you guys can't fix that yet. So, uh, um, so I think the hesitation is the biggest thing. The fear of, of, of just the not unknown. being, yeah, of the unknown and and um, and for us, I mean, we just I guess just made the commitment to do it, and we just stuck through it. And and she's like, we're not going to quit. We're going to see it through. Um, and I think that was probably the, one of the biggest things is that people yeah. I think just give up too early um, because it's not giving them the results that they want up front. But, but it doesn't. End. But in the end, it's like it's just that snowball. Like once you see those little things start breaking off, and and then towards the end, it's like holy crap! You guys are sending you know four hundred dollar payments to my credit card. That's awesome. Part of the debt management plan involves the credit counseling agency setting up payment arrangements and making payments to one's creditors. Kendall expressed how it was a challenge to give up control of the day-to-day management of her debt. That's what was hard for me, that I was reluctant to just let that go, you know, and let someone else take care of all of that. And that's scary. Yeah. I, I, I think what I'm, what I'm reading is, you know, I mean, on the on Facebook is, you know, people are like, oh, my gosh, are they going to be able to get my payment there on time? You know, like there is an established contract that you're going to get your money. Right. And you need to kind of just have some faith in the system that it's going to work. You know, nothing flawless. But yeah. I mean, if you're but if you're struggling, between, where you're at. <laughs> if you're struggling between bankruptcy, you know, and living in a cardboard box or what's going to happen, then take the leap you know, and try something else that you don't really have anything to lose, you know, especially if your credit's shot, you don't have any money, you know, and debt doesn't just go away and you can't just keep pushing it away. You know, it's actually when we succeeded is when we brought it all up into our face and that's what you have to do and look at it and even if it's hard and you don't want to see it or hear about it you really have to you really do if you Mm. want it to be gone when you're focusing on debt repayment it's often necessary to make adjustments to your budget kendall shared a light moment of what was most important to their kids Nobody in this house ever was hungry or went without clothes. I mean, or the internet. Or the internet. We always had Wi-Fi. Just mm-hmm. you know, but um, um, I don't know where were we. Yeah, the Wi-Fi thing threw me off because that's <laughs> funny because that's all our kids care about. Uh, yeah, they don't care if they have clothes, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. or food. Speaking of light moments, when your financial outlook improves, this could lead to some playful competitiveness. We would wake each other up and say, I got mean on my credit score went up like 25 points. Like we would like wake up the other like, oh my God, you got to look at this. And that was always surprising. It was always super yeah. cool to see. I think Matt has the highest credit score he's ever had in his life. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, Are you guys competitive with your credit scores at all or as to who has the uh-huh. highest one? Yeah, because he'll, no, he'll be super jealous because yeah. mine all She's goes. always had a higher credit score. And he's like, score. mine hasn't gone up. <laughs> and then, but I found out I'm the same way because recently his went up like 20 points and I'm like, mine hasn't moved for like six months. So what the heck is going on? Yeah. So it's fun though, and and they're both good. Yeah. We got zero percent on a brand new truck. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So uh, for the first time in my life, I went out and got a truck in my name, the first title ever on it, and I got zero percent interest on it. So and that's never happened to me. So I'm pretty stoked about so that's that. Pretty cool. 
So see, we're even saving money. Yeah. By that, we were paying no interest on that brand new vehicle sitting in the driveway. And that's, that's awesome. Great. That's great. Oh, and our insurance, our insurance rates have gone way down too. We pay like a hundred dollars a month for full coverage on both our vehicles. And that's gotten better too. Mm-hmm. So that's an important thing people should know. Kendall shared what inspired them to take the time and courage to share their story. I really like this sharing our experience because we're really proud of it, you know, and I like that if that can help someone, you know, they hear our story or even a part of it that helps them, that would be great. As you've heard, Matt and Kendall were pulling in the same direction, but individuals will have different preferences from time to time. Now that we're done, what are we going to do with all our money? You know, like, you know, some some post-success ideas you know like save up and go out for a go you know go on a trip or you know i don't know like i just want to save it kind of those kinds of things i guess i don't know (laughs) when faced with a financial or life challenge we often have the choice between an easier road and a harder road kendall spoke to this i think people just think like i'll just do what's easy well sometimes you sometimes you have to take the harder, the do more work, you know, but it'll pay off in the end to so save money where you can. Yeah. So. Well, and I, and I mentioned, I, I have a side hustle, you know, and so I work a full-time job and I travel for my job, but also, you know, I have an amazing wife that allows me to work some nights and weekends, you know, just to, just to I bring in, she doesn't, she's not drilled about it, but she does it anyway. Yeah. But, um, but you know, that extra income, helped us, you know, stay afloat, you know, some months, you know, and, and that was, that was helpful. So. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you guys so much. Uh, enjoy your summer, yeah. enjoy your new debt-free life and uh, I'll uh, catch you guys soon. That sounds right. pretty good. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank right. you. Take care. Bye. Bye. I'm joined by my co-host, Shamika Anomari. Thank you, as always, for joining today. And we're reflecting back on some of the themes and practical tips that came out of Matt and Kendall's story. And the first thing that came to mind right at the beginning of their story, Matt made a little sort of like a a tongue-in-cheek reference to the fact that they merged corporations. But I think even beyond that reference, there's actually some wisdom in that of sort of like the business side of a relationship and, and marriage. And I know, Amari, you wanted to speak to that some. Sure. Um, this is definitely something that as former counselors, we heard all the time where a client um, and their partner either were having financial troubles as a result of um, not really uh, maybe doing due diligence on the financial piece ahead of time or marriages being in trouble as a result of finances not being prioritized. Um, so, you know, I guess really all we wanted to say about that is, is while uh, there's certainly, you know, you want your 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 marriages and your relationships to be based in in romance and 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 connection, but I do think that it might be a little bit irresponsible if there wasn't some attention paid to the financial piece as well and making sure that um, that the team is is prioritizing keeping the finances in order. 
yeah, it's it's not as fun. It's maybe doesn't feel romantic to talk about money, but it's going to come up <laughs> at Certainly. some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I noticed is out of necessity, they developed some really good habits when it came to saving money. Um, we'll, we'll talk about some specifics around that in a second. But one of the cool features is once they got out of debt and those changes had become habit, they kept it up. And that really enabled them to be able to continue to set aside money now instead of towards paying down debt towards their savings goals. So it is the kind of thing that like sometimes when life kind of throws us in a situation where we have to make changes, there can be opportunities to um, instead of just like taking our foot off the the gas, as it were, uh, to, to sort of keep up those good habits. Um, one of the the good habits that they had started to develop, and this was not only out of financial necessity, but just out of uh, a preference to be able to, or really a need to be able to, to, to maximize the time spent doing so, is they talked about separating out their bills, not just their cash expenses, but even their monthly bills on a weekly basis. Um, Shamika, I was wondering if you might speak to that some. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely thought that that was a great idea because they mentioned that they get paid weekly. So they were able to kind of customize their budget and align their finances up with their pay schedule directly. And it actually worked out beneficially for them because they mentioned that they are actually ahead of their bills and ahead on their payments and have overpayments and are receiving money back, which is great. Um, so for that st stuck out to me because it just kind of proves that you don't necessarily, there's no one size fits all when it comes to budgeting and whatever works the best for you, it works the best for you. Absolutely. Right. The lesson from this is not for someone listening to say, oh, I should do my bills weekly. Maybe you don't even get paid weekly. The idea is that they created something customized for their own needs, which is really cool. Um, their financial flexibility um, in getting out of debt and now having money to set aside towards savings was so cool to watch. And what was equally cool is how they suddenly had these savings goals that instead of just generically saying, I want to save money, they had purpose behind it. And one of the favorite parts that I heard is as they were talking about setting aside money to put an addition in their house so that they could allow their special needs son to be able to continue to live there uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, that just speaks, again, everyone's family situation obviously is going to be different, but that really just speaks to the power of having purpose behind where your money's going instead of just generically saying i want to get out of debt or i want to save money think about like what is the greater need what is the greater life goal that you might have behind that so that's something that we could all take home and and consider um omari i know when it came to some of their cost cutting tips related to eating out that there was also some uh, uh personal reflections that you had uh for that Definitely. They mentioned that uh, as a result of uh, deciding to eat out less and cook more, that their diets changed as well. And why they didn't while they didn't explicitly mention it as a diet, as like a nutritional thing, um, it reminded me of a personal journey that I'm on and like a, a health and wellness journey um, that uh, has been greatly uh, accelerated by a decision that I made to significantly cut out uh, dining out and DoorDash and instead like subscribing to a um, a meal plan service 
that provides um, weekly meals in a way that uh, also has really, really helped me uh, gain some of the nutritional and health and wellness goals that I was looking to gain. So um, really uh, uh, an awesome confluence of money saving and also like goal attachment uh, progress, which really uh, resonated with me quite a bit. Yeah, it's really cool when your life goals and financial goals can sort of intersect like that to help each one kind of boost the other one and keep you going with that. So um, I thank you both uh, for some of your reflections and uh, ideas. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's it for today's episode and a wrap on another year of inspirational stories. Special thanks to Hero, whose music will play us out. We wish all our listeners a happy, healthy, and wealthy 2024. I hope each of you enjoy your journey of financial wellness as much as your destination. Well, welcome back, Hero.